Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ben Speaks. I am your mostly forgettable host, Chris Blakeman. Thanks for joining me. Um, a little update on the transition. So, uh, I'll, hey, first off, uh, the last episode was the most listened to episode that I've ever had. And this show is almost a year and a half old. Um, not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying God, that feels so awesome. I feel like I'm gaining some something. Yep. I'm gaining something. Uh, 5,016 listens. Now that doesn't necessarily mean 5,016 people listen to it. It just means it was listened to 5,016 times. And now I can swear to you that I really only listened to it like once. And that was before I released it. So it wasn't me. So thanks, peoples. I appreciate yins. Okay, so back to the transition. Um, so the arm that was formerly known as um, fully working appendage is, uh, while she's a work in progress, it's still transitioning. I mean, it's m not mostly worthless anymore. It's actually... Uh, Getting close, I think I could arm wrestle like a baby, maybe a five-year-old with this left arm. Um, I can pick my nose now. That is a thrill because, you know, it's the fall allergy season. So, you know, kind of need the, you know what I'm saying. Um, I, can, uh, I can use it to hold extraordinarily light things like um, the America's Finest Beer, Yingling Light. I can hold that. Without much effort, uh, I still haven't been able to squeeze my clutch yet completely on the motorcycle, but I intend to give her the old college try uh, come this Saturday. Very excited about that. It's going to be colder than a witch's tit, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I don't care, right? I got heated grips. I can, uh, I can do this. They make clothes. I'll be fine. So the transition's going well. Uh, the scar is, uh, is pretty dope. Um, the one under my wrist, she gives me a little bit of pause for concern. I, she's kind of red and that's where most of my pain is now, uh, is in the palm of my hand or like down near the wrist. I'm starting to get some feeling back, uh, in the fingers. And, um, and when you get feeling back then you start to feel the pain that, uh, your fingers were in before all this happened, because, you know, uh, I live a, a life of manual labor mostly. Uh, even though not as much anymore, and uh, all the years of treating my hand like a battering ram, it she just she's just ready to give up. So um, so I'm moving right along, you know. Um, so thanks for all the listens. That was very cool, and uh, my arm is getting better. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting uh, yeah, getting better. So, uh, well, you might be asking yourself, what the hell is this guy going to talk about today? And I really like to talk about priorities, you see. Um, we have uh, this word, and since the left has really ramped it up over the last 15 years, words are fluid now. The meanings, meh, you know, words used to have meanings. But uh, now we can just, um, well, we can just hacksaw off this meaning and we can uh, we can say well this word is inflammatory because it's like a blunt and truthful 
explanation of how you might feel or whatever. And, you know, and it's all about your feelings these days. You know, God knows nothing gets you in trouble like the truth, especially if you've been hanging out on um, Facebook or Instant Snatch and stuff like that. Uh, you can uh, you can find yourself uh, in the ooskow pretty quick, you know, for telling the truth, because words have meanings, and you know meanings have meanings, and and uh, there was a time when uh, well the world wasn't so weak, and you could tell people how you feel, uh, and you can be truthful, and like you can have other people actually back you up because you know what you're saying is true, but because it hurts somebody else's, you know feelings um you know you're you're the it's not that the person's you know screwing their life up with um you know doing psychological damage to themselves by pretending to be uh, i don't know uh not a man when you have the right genitalia to be a man um telling them that that is a mental uh disorder eh, you see that'll get you in trouble even though you're right so why I bring the words up is because uh, priorities have meaning too. And um, I have priorities in my life, just like you have priorities in your life. And, you know, and if you're, if you're a parent, you know, you have a, a totally different stable of priorities other, over, uh, you know, an adult that doesn't have children. You know, we have financial responsibility, obligations, etc. And, you know, the goal is to be solvent on some level and, you know, not be living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, be able to bear a bad time if we absolutely had to, um, God willing, you know, nobody has to, but we all do. I just did, you know, but, uh, priorities we have, we have them and we have to, we have to prioritize our lives because if we don't, things like a bankruptcy or foreclosure can happen and, you know, you try that shit more than once and, you know, it's a felony, you know. So, you know, I've gone bankrupt once and that was not a thrill. Um, I recovered remarkably well. And, and a lot of people I know have gone through the same things because what leads up to that oftentimes is a lack of priority. So um, if you don't have your priorities straight in life, you usually have a pretty shitty life. Um and you see it all the time. I mean, do you think your local meth head has his priority straight? I mean, I got friends who I'm pretty sure have issues with priority because, well, fuck. All they do is just live in this never-ending vacuum of a downward spiral and they're just scratching their way to, to hang on. And it's hard to watch, but, you know, I can't, I can't save every cat. No. Uh, leads to a really stinky house so um not gonna do it and you know to each their own and stuff so um and with bad priorities comes you know uh, oftentimes especially if you're of a leftist mindset the uh inability to be culpable about it and so you have to blame everybody else because god knows it's not your fault right because you Right. It's everybody else's fault. It's usually Whitey's fault. I mean, when it comes right down to it, Whitey's the problem. It is every single time. I mean, let's not even really pay much attention to the fact that most blacks in the America are killed by other blacks. I mean, that's, I mean, let's not, we're, Whitey is the problem. Whitey's the problem. Whitey's the problem. Get Whitey. Kill Whitey. Because Whitey's the problem. 
and that's where we've gotten to with race relations anymore is 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 our priorities are so banged up because you know instead of you know just understanding that the world kind of sucks sometimes and that not all people are nice and you know it was never promised to be easy that's why we have term words like uh, phrases like uh, nobody ever promised you a rose garden you know um nobody ever promised an easy out in life. The only thing that's really uh, guaranteed is death. And that's going to happen to every single one of us, whether we initiate it or somebody else does, uh, you know, so, you know, we, we, we've, we've, we've lost sight of priorities and uh, responsibility and, and, and obligations. And I can make a, I can put a fine point on it and, and, and in, um, in a more worldly sense, you know, um, over in, uh, China, they just, uh, created, tested a hypersonic intercontinental ballistic. It's not even inner. I don't even know what to call this thing. It leaves the atmosphere at such a high rate of speed that if it were tipped with a nuclear warhead, um, we'd have no reaction time. Zippy. See, this is how a country that, uh, prioritizes world dominance, you know, they get shit done um, without without many fucks to give about what the United States is doing. But, you know, they're, they're really just having a freaking ball over there in China. I'm pretty sure of it in the China, Chinese Communist Party because, you know, they're looking at America and how our Congress is prioritizing. And uh, let's see, what are our priorities? Uh, we're going to save the weather. I want you to should think about that and save the weather well first before you do that you got to like shut down the entire industrial nation because you know cars run on gas can't have that we got to save the weather because you know the weather it's humans are they aren't arrogant for thinking that they can save the weather they're not what the why would you think they're arrogant that's strange right I mean, of course we can save the weather. The globe, it's just a little thing. It's kind of like a snow globe. It's nothing major. So we're going to save the weather. And, and then uh, what we're going to do is we're going to spend trillions of dollars that we don't have. But, you know, the only, like, roadblock to that is, like, there's some numbers written down on a piece of paper that says this is how much money you can spend every year uh, to stay in this type of debt. Um, we'll just change that number. And, and just rack her all the way up another few trillion dollars a year in spending, except for we don't collect enough in, in uh, taxes to kind of, you know, keep the coffers full. So, so you know, if we did that in life, um, that's how you go bankrupt. That's not really good priorities, is it? Is it? No, 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 it's not. It really isn't good priorities. And, um, and I'm sure Whitey is responsible for that, but... Let's not let's not continue to travel down that road because you know all roads lead to Whitey. So, um, so they're going to save the weather and they're going to um, they're going to damage and mortgage our our children's future for a great many years. And and the irony is is that you know they they kind of pin the whole uh, trillions of dollars of infrastructure BS on the rich paying their fair share. Well, I got news for everybody. You don't really have to be what they call an economist to figure things out like, you know, the wealthy already pay taxes. Um, you know who doesn't pay taxes? 
Um, a lot of America that just suckle off the taxpayer tit every year and they they not only don't pay taxes, they collect even more money in welfare. And when you have this on the dole priority system where, uh, you know, it's just easier to, um, you know, let big daddy take care of you and never have any ambition to do anything for yourself. You keep having kids. You know, this isn't even a racial thing, but gosh, I guess we could do the math and maybe uh, have a few talks about that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people on the dole and uh, there's a problem right there that if you can't tax those people, well, that party is just going to continue to rage on. And uh, guess who's stuck holding the bag? It's not the rich. It's the middle class. We are the biggest lump of population in this country, and so we get damaged the hardest. So, so there you go. You got you got the people on the dole that are, uh, you know, they're prioritized over everybody first. Um, oh, you know, uh, so our government's number one priority is the safety of uh, the the commonwealth. So the safety of the citizenry. So just don't even pay any attention to what China is doing right now, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to use legislative powers to continue to investigate uh, and damage, try to damage the names of people uh, like Steve Bannon and Donald Trump over the January 6th riot. Um, You know, that's an extraordinary waste of taxpayer dollars. And, and the only reason why I really say that is why continue to investigate this. The the DNI and the and the FBI have already come out with a report. Now, see, they're the they're the criminal and civil um, branch. They're the you know that that's their branch of government. You know, Congress doesn't really have a purview in, in investigating anyone unless it's for legislative reasons. But these political reasons that they're using, it really shows the United States that our priorities really aren't intact. So you got mouth breathers galore out there that are paying attention to this. And, and you know, they're, they're, they're too smooth brained to realize that they are Marxists. Um, they don't even probably consider themselves leftists. They're certainly not liberals. Uh, once upon a time, liberals used to have bumper stickers like question authority. Nowadays, liberals, because they're so used to calling themselves that, are actually leftists and they're too smooth brain to realize that they're mostly Marxist. They don't question authority. They probably own a pair of hobnail boots. I'm being a little facetious there. I mean, that might not be true. It might be true. Do you know? Because I don't know. But I will say this. They seem to just sort of, you know, bob their head and hum along whenever the executive branch passes down a fiat like um, uh, mandates that are extraordinarily illegal. The Equal Opportunity Employment Commission has laws that are specifically written that actually aren't very gray at all that completely disallow any sort of mandated vaccine and 
OSHA is not the authority on mandating vaccines. And Joe Biden's little fiat has not been codified. It's not real. He's got purview over the United States military. That's it. And for you brave men and women who signed up not knowing that this was going to happen to you, having your liberty stripped away, I sympathize for you, but you signed up for this. When you signed up, you said, whoever's in charge is your boss. And so they have legion over you. So I don't even know how to sympathize for something like that. It's very unfortunate because we don't have right-minded individuals running the country. We really don't. We have political hacks that are bent on an agenda. They're ideologues. And their priorities are completely off track. So just to review, we're going broke. Um, None of the money in this infrastructure is going to go to actually getting anything done. When was the last time government did a thing? They don't create anything. They create misery. Um, But the money that's going to come out of this bill, if they do pass it, and I believe Manchin's going to eventually fold and and be a little wimp because that's what he does. Um, He just wants his you know, crumbs that he's going to get for his state, even though most of that money will go to a special interest too. Um, And he'll sprinkle a little bit of about, you know, to contractors and such. But um, this is, uh, they're heisting the Federal Reserve, which isn't actually a Federal Reserve anymore. It's, there's nothing in it. You have to have actual physical things for something to be called a reserve. So, um, you know, you, you, uh, you can't call it Federal Reserve. So they're going to drain that. And uh, um, in theory. And meanwhile, if any of us led our lives like this, we would, we would find ourselves in jail. So... When, when people like myself who pay attention to little details um, say things like, wow, we're really fucked, it's because it's almost as if there is no conceivable way of actually getting out of this tailspin. It's as if this is a plan to destroy what was a once great nation and its constitution to create everything that we never wanted the United States to be. And, uh, and there are a lot of people that are just going to nod their head and go along and, and, uh, they're not really not really good people for the country. I'm not I'm not saying we need to do anything to them, but they're not really helping. If you're not involved, then you're in the way. If you pretend like this will fix itself, then it never will get fixed. I guarantee you. Drive that drive that car on that flat t- tire for a while. 
Just see how it doesn't fix itself. Um, we're screwed. We're totally fucking screwed. It, it, I don't even... I don't understand how this possibly happened. And on that cheerful note, I'm going to wrap this little episode and, and thank you again for, uh, you know, maybe having your life priorities in check and uh, maybe being a responsible person because God knows the people we elect really have a hard time with that, especially the power-hungry leftists and the not so... Um, not so tenable congressmen and senators that are on our side either. Uh, they're, they're reprobates too. So uh, I'll continue to remind everybody that I'm kind of a man without a party. I identify as a constitutional conservative. If the left starts making moves to uh, be constitutionally conservative, then I'll be a leftist, but that'll be a cold day in hell. So with all this cheer in the air, uh, I'm just going to go and have myself an ice cold yingling light. And I want to thank you for listening to my show. I think it's very, very cool that I got that many listens the last time. And, um, y'all, I'm basically Rush Limbaugh now. I'm kidding. Okay. So you have a great evening. Uh, God bless you. God bless the United States. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Ben Speaks.